Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. to this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. When you click play on this episode, you might have noticed that there's an episode number next to the title, and the number for this episode is number 52. The first episode ever of this podcast was released on July 14th, 2021, and for a whole year now, I've had the pleasure of hosting a weekly podcast with some of the best people I know. And the thing that has made this podcast go above and beyond what I ever expected it to is all of you listening right now. And so I wanted to start off this episode by saying thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your feedback. And most importantly, thank you for tuning in every week. I know a lot of you listening here have been here from the start, and I can't believe it's been a year already. It feels like it was just yesterday I was pressing record for the first time on this podcast. I was sitting down with my dad in my old apartment, and I had no idea where the conversation was going to go. I had very little idea what I was going to ask my dad um, on that day, and for 52 weeks straight, that's pretty much what I've done. And for some reason, people keep coming back and listening. So from the bottom of my heart and from my family, uh, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much. And I wanted to let you guys know that if you do enjoy this podcast and if you enjoy what the Katinas do, um, if you want to hear more of it and you want it to keep going, We're only able to do it because of generous people like you, and there is a way for you to give to the Katinas ministry if you just visit thekatinas.com and click on the Give button. You'll be able to donate to their to their ministry, and that donations like that go directly to this podcast, go directly to um, all of the things that the Katinas do when it comes to music, videos. Um, things like the event that we had a couple weeks ago with the Cousins Reunion. All of your generosity is what makes things like that happen. So thank you all in advance for your generosity. I really wasn't sure what I was going to do for this week's episode. You'll notice that it's just me in the studio right now. Um, there's no no other guests. And, you know, I thought about having like a super special guest and someone someone that'd be hard to get and I definitely want to do that uh, as we move forward but I thought that it would be a good idea to reflect upon this last year 
um, for myself, for my dad and his brothers, and also for our listeners. I know some of you may have just started listening maybe a month ago, or maybe this is your first episode. If so, welcome. And you're going to get a treat because I am going to share some of my favorite clips from the past year. I had a lot to go through, something like 50-something hours of audio. I didn't go through all of it tonight, but I have listened to all of it over the past year just through the editing process. Um, And believe it or not, I do listen to the podcast whenever I'm bored sometimes uh, just to see if the conversation was as good as I thought it was. But I put together a few clips from uh, the past year that I thought captured a good bit of what this podcast is all about. And the first clip that I want to share with you guys is a clip from episode number one with my dad, Joe Katina. And it is a story that I got to tell to my dad, share with my dad. And if you listen to it, you might remember it, but this was really one of the first stories I ever shared on this podcast. And getting to hear my dad react to it and uh, share how it made him feel was really a special moment for him and I. And so I thought it'd be important to share it on this on this episode. Here you go. Uh, one more story about college. I don't. This is a story about. We'll finish off with this, and okay. so you guys know how cool my dad is. Uh, <laughs> so, like you said, I did have good grades in high school, and I tested well, and. Um, I remember I, my junior year, I, was, I applied to a bunch of schools, and I got accepted to every single school I applied to, except for one, which was my Your dream, dream school, school mm-hmm. um, the University of Southern California. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was anticipating, I knew, okay, I could be getting my letter from USC any day now, any day now. And it finally came in, and um, I pulled it up on the laptop. And we were downstairs in the living room with, it was you and mom. And I got the letter and it said, Josh, you didn't. Thank you for applying, all this stuff. But all I saw was I did not get accepted into USC. And I remember I cried. Mm -hmm. I was, I didn't even know how much it meant to me until I found out I wasn't getting in. And this is, this is the perks of having Joe Katina as your dad. So it was a bad day. That's how I started the day. It was in the morning I got that that letter. And then a few hours later, I got a text on my phone. And it said, hey, Josh, this is Matt Barkley. Hmm. Your dad told me about what happened. And I don't remember exactly what he said. And for those of you who don't know, Matt Barkley is, he was the quarterback of the USC football team. Um at that time and he's friends with my dad and my uncles and he's in the nfl now um and as a young man getting a text from matt barkley i was a huge usc football fan Hmm. that you know it didn't change the fact that i didn't get into usc but i knew that if my if i didn't have who i had as my dad i wouldn't be getting a text from matt barkley so i i always remember that and that was that was a great uh one of the coolest texts I've ever gotten. Man, thanks for thanks for reminding me about that, Josh. I uh, I remember that day clearly. I just remember. I just had a uh, a flashback. Me and mom had been watching Idol, mm-hmm. American Idol, and I think, man, I I think I relate so well to that show because 
I mean, we all have dreams, right? We all grow up in, in homes with, it doesn't matter what home you're, if you're in a, if you grow up in a good home, then you learn how to dream some good dreams. If you grow up in a broken home, like so many, um, you have these dreams to like do better for your family. I grew up in a good home, you know, uh, but there was also brokenness. And again, going back to the whole college thing, I guess as a young dad, I thought, oh, I didn't get to go to college. That was an option. So my kids, they should get to go. And then when you got to go wherever you want, want uh, really, you could go anywhere except the place you dreamed about going. I was so mad at SC. I don't think I was a fan for <laughs> like six months. But when I watch Idol and kids, they don't make it onto the next round and they come, it's usually their parent, that, sing, that dad or that mom who's waiting for them. And they turn the corner and they got this look. They're trying to be strong and they kind of just shake their head like, didn't make it. Mm. Man, I, 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 it's a hard for me to hold back tears because... I think about you and I think about Eli. I think about you that you didn't get to go to SC like you wanted to. Um, I think about the times where, you know, Eli almost made it to that state championship and he, he, he didn't make it. And I think, you know, when, you, when we're talking about what's going on at home, I just want to... Are we ending? Yeah. Are we, I just want to encourage a parent, a single parent out there or a, a mom and a dad who, man, you're trying to give, do everything you can to give your kids better than you had. It's not in vain. Um, someday, like today, you'll be reminded by your son or your daughter, hey, dad or mom, Remember that thing that you did for me? And maybe you might not remember as a parent, but your child will remind you and you look back at it and think, dang, it was worth it. So that's a clip from episode number one of this podcast. And um, one of my favorite parts of this show has just been the opportunity that I've been given to get to share some stories with our guests and our listeners, of course, but also to hear the stories that our guests bring in. Um, and, you know, I've, I've stretched myself in having conversations with people, um, of course, in my family, but outside of my family as well, that have interests in things that I really know nothing about. And this next clip is something uh, that goes along with that theme. Um, it's a clip from an episode with my cousin, Caitlin, Caitlin Katina. And Kate is someone who I look up to a lot, someone who I cherish what she thinks, um, or I value what she thinks. And, but Kate is into something, some things that I really, um, to be quite frank with you, have zero interest in. And, uh, in this clip, 
we got to talk about one of those things. And I think it's a special thing, a special part of this podcast that, you know, there's not really, there's definitely not a script. Um, And sometimes that leads to us talking about things that uh, I have no business talking about. Um, But I find that the best episodes are episodes where my guests are getting to talk about the things that they want to talk about. And so here's a little clip of that episode with my cousin, Caitlin. Uh, That makes more sense to me because there's lots of art that I see that makes no sense. Right. Like, and so I guess it's, it's one of those things that like beauty's in the eye of the beholder and also self-expression. I think, I don't know what it is, but for me, I've never seen like, um, I've never felt like my clothes or whatever are, are a way of, for me to express myself, yeah. but I can totally see how people do feel that way. So, right. Right. Um, it's funny that you bring out the Met Gala too, because I was like, I, you would have thought like the inauguration or the Olympics were on. Yeah. I was definitely like scrolling on my phone and wanted to see like the pre-show of everyone. Um, and the, Theme. So for the Met Gala, there's a theme every year. Um, last year was a, a, a designer. His name is um, Mugler. And then this year was American Revolution. Yeah. So um, with that, like, obviously a lot comes to mind, especially like with the time we're in. But um, there was like one dress and there was a writing in red that was like tax the rich. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was... Kim Kardashian West, who was in all black. And like at first it was kind of like, oh, what the heck? Like, why is she just in full black? Can you explain that to me? Um, So my take on it, um, uh, there's, there's different stories. Apparently, like... I don't know if you follow like Kanye West or, sure. but, yeah. um, so he obviously like new album, um, recent divorce. I don't know, but he on his following, like he's following some people and all of them put their, um, profile pictures as all black. And then, um, but that's, I don't think t- in my opinion, that has nothing to do with, um, her choice of all black my take on it and a lot of viewers take is the um what's the word i think the just staple that kim kardashian's silhouette and body has made on the world Mm. so her point of the all black was basically a statement of you don't even have to see her face Mm -hmm. or her outfit it's when you see the silhouette of Kim Kardashian, you, that's that's the power that she's had on this generation is the curves and you know so just yeah. seeing that was her statement of like hey you don't even have to see my face or anything like I'm I'm Kim Kardashian yeah. West. If you'd ever asked me to make a list of the things that I thought we would talk about on this podcast before we started, I can promise you Kim Kardashian would have been very very low on the list. Um, and you know, that was a fun conversation that I had with Caitlin. That whole episode was, was really special for me. Kate is, uh, one of the few older cousins that I have. And, um, it's always a pleasure for me to get to sit down with them, with, with those peers who I look up to. And, um, I really enjoyed my time with Caitlin. 
Um, I also have really enjoyed getting to bring in people who are not part of the Katina family, at least in name. Uh, but if you ask anyone who is part of the Katina family in name, they'll tell you that one of the best parts about our family is our extended family. And by that, we mean those people who may not share any blood with us, but uh, they share the same heart as us. And this next clip is from one of my favorite episodes of the year. It's episode number 15 with a, a man by the name of Jeff Helton. Uh, Jeff Helton is someone who has been a part of my life since I was maybe seven years old, I, I believe. And my dad, Joe, will, will tell you that he's one of his best friends in the whole world. Uh, my mom will tell you that he, along with with uh, Mr. Jeff's wife, Laura, is are they're some of their best friends, um, most important relationships in their lives. And I ha was lucky enough to have him sit down in my house, in the studio, and he sat with me and talked for about an hour. It's funny. So this this episode, a quick story about this episode, was my first like real big oops moment um, because I recorded this episode with Mr. Jeff. We started recording and maybe 20 minutes in, I realized that our mics were not actually on. And so we had just been sitting and talking with each other, uh, which was great, but that's not what we were there for. We were there to record. And so that was a learning experience for me. But um, that's a funny story. This clip is a time where uh, I got to, to ask someone who I really look up to and someone who I think has a lot of wisdom. I got to ask him to share some wisdom with me and with our listeners. And that's one of the things I'm most thankful about for this podcast is that it's given me the chance to learn so much and to be blessed by the different perspectives that have walked into this studio, uh, the different stories, the different life experiences. And I've gotten to talk with some people who are way smarter than me. And Mr. Jeff is one of those people. So I hope you guys enjoy this clip. I guess while I have you here, yeah. um, I would love to ask you, if what kind of advice would you give to a young man like me, 25 years mm -hmm. old, um, who has life ahead of them? Like, How would you have done anything different from when you were 25? Yeah, wow. Um, such a deep question. <laughs> I, um, I think of that a lot. I think there was about a five-year window shortly after I turned 50 that I lived almost daily feeling a whole lot of resentment and regret for a lot of things in my life. I won't go into the details of them here, but they were work-related. They were things in our marriage. They were parenting-related. And, and I think it took me a, some, some counseling that I had to do. It took me some walking with some good friends to get to a point of being able to to kind of release that resentment and regret and be able to go, you know what? Yes, with the wisdom I have today, I wish I would have handled a lot of situations very differently. But the reality is we only have the tools that we have. Hmm. You know, you're 25 years old. You don't have the same tools as a 45-year-old or a 65-year-old. That doesn't make you less than them. That just means you don't have the same tools. Mm -hmm. That's all it means. And so one of the things I would say to my 25-year-old self, or I would say to you, Josh, tonight is, 
see yourself realistically. Be willing just to go, man, I, I don't know it all. I don't, I don't have it all. I think secondly, be willing to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anybody who's ever lived that doesn't at some point look back and go, wow, why did I handle that that, that way? Or wait, w- was, was that really a good thing I did? And the answer many times, if we're honest, is oh, I didn't handle that very well. Mm-hmm. And I think if we can be self-compassion and be gracious and be willing just to go, man, um, I made a mistake. That's okay. What can I learn from it? How can I move forward in a different way? And then I think the other thing I would say is this, is live with gratitude for the good and the bad. Super easy to live with gratitude for the good. Yeah. It's, it's much harder to be grateful for the quote-unquote bad. And I think if we don't, we end up carrying that kind of stuff into older age. And, and at some point, it turns into kind of what I battled with for that window, some, some resentment, even bitterness. Mm. Remember the movie Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. There's this awesome scene through, in the, toward the end of that movie. You know, The whole story is this old man retelling his story that he remembers from the war. You get so caught up in this incredible movie and them on this journey of rescue to save this one private. And almost everyone who goes in that, that rescue is killed, you know, by, by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he gets brought home safely. And, and toward the end, the, the camera zooms in on this young 21-year-old private sitting on the battlefield, realizing everybody that's come to fight for him has died. And his face just dissolves into this 80-year-old man who's standing at the grave of one of these men who saved his life. And, and, as, and, and as, as you see the 80-year-old man, you realize that's Private Ryan at 80 years old, and you see his family and his children and his grandchildren in the background. This camera zooms in on him, and then his wife comes up to him, and his wife comes up to him, and there's tears running down his cheeks, and he looks at her, and he just says, Tell me, was it worth it? Was I a good man? I think so many of us as we get older... We live with that angst. And I think that's often connected to a lack of complete gratitude Mm. and the acceptance that there were things in life that were really tragic. It's super tragic that people came to rescue him, got killed. And yet there's gratitude for him that uh, he had the chance to know a family and build a family and build a life together. So I think it's a lot of it's just relax. You're going to mess up. You don't have all the tools. Uh, Enjoy, as y'all used to say in high school, enjoy the ride. <laughs> you know, just know that this is part of your journey and you'll make mistakes and be gracious to yourself. Learn from them and then live with a deep, deep heart of gratitude. Mm. I think the reason that, that, that comes to my mind tonight as you ask this question is um, I think of a story I heard several years ago that I think it's out of the Latin culture. And, and I, my Spanish is terrible, so I won't try to say the words in Spanish, but um, it's it's for those of us who speak Spanish, they could say it. It's the three days of death, and they say it. And trace dias muertas. Yeah. Try it. Whatever it is. Something close. I won't try either. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Uh, maybe we can edit that one out. No. Uh, but 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 they talk about there's these three days of death. That the first day of death is the day that your heart literally stops beating. The second day of death is the day that they put your body into the ground. And the third day of death is the day they stop speaking your name. And in their little blessing, they say, and may that third day of death never come. Mm. I I think that's my desire. I hope I live my life with such a a robust love of others um, that, that I'm remembered. 
not in a narcissistic, it's all about me way, but in a sense of, man, my life mattered. Yeah. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of my life, it all mattered, and it honored God in some way. Mm. What a treat it was to have Mr. Jeff here in the studio. Uh, I'm the luckiest podcast host in the world because I get to sit down and talk to people like him. Um, and I hope that he gets to come in again soon. I know that there's a lot of listeners who would love to hear from him and hear what's going on. Uh, you may remember I said earlier that this show's not scripted, which it isn't. Uh, I, most of the time, I really have no idea where the conversation is going to lead. But I do try and prepare for my guests. And there is one question that I've asked all of them. And you've, if you've listened to this show, you've heard me ask it many times. And I wanted to include a clip of me asking that question to one of my guests because I've said this many times. This question is the heart of the podcast. And you've probably heard that more times than you'd like to hear, but I say that every time I ask it because it's true. And I'd love to tell you guys what I mean by that when I say it. When I say this question's the heart of the podcast, what I really mean is this question is the reason why I started it. it you may remember in July 2021, we were still pretty deep in, into the COVID pandemic um, I actually started recording the first episodes of this back in April of 2021. So it had been a, we were about a year in. And one thing that I think everyone who has been alive over the past two and a half years or so can say is that they spent a lot of time at home. And we all got new perspectives on what home is. And some of those things were good. Some of those things were not so good, and some of those things were ugly. And I wanted to talk about all of that on this podcast. And so that's why I always ask the question, what's going on at home? Because I think if I had asked that question in 2019 or 2018, uh, we probably would have gotten some different answers. But because I asked it post-pandemic or during the pandemic, um, most people had a pretty good answer because they had been spending so much time at home. And so this is a clip from episode number 19, I believe, with my auntie Kathy, um, who gave me a, a great answer just about um, this season of her life that her and her husband and her daughters are are entering in. And it's been a few months now since we had this conversation, but I thought it was a really raw and authentic answer from Auntie Kathy. So here you go. Well, I guess we'll go to, to your third question and um, you know what it is. So I'll just ask it. What's going on at home? Oh, that's a, that's a loaded question. Um, I, I think the first thing that I will tell you is that Uncle Yeti and I are learning about what it means to be in a house alone. Mm -hmm. You know, the pandemic presented us with a huge lifestyle change, which meant he was home so much more. And so we we had some challenging times yeah. um, just trying to figure out that whole dynamic because for 30 years he traveled. 
and I'm pretty independent and, and have all, have always worked and have great friends that I stay busy with. So we, um, had to figure out this whole new lifestyle. So that brought on some actual counseling for myself. I, I found a good counselor Mm. and learned a lot about myself and I would highly recommend that for everyone. Mm. I, um, feel like we're all on a journey and we will be on our own journey until we go to heaven. And I feel like now we're at the point where, in fact, last night I said to him, it's, it's fun to really become friends again, like to really study one another and to understand one another and to understand like we have likes and dislikes. We're not the same in a lot of things, but that's really the beauty of our relationship. So it's kind of like we're on a second honeymoon again. So that's kind of been fun. Um, I think we're starting to purge again with getting our house organized Mm -hmm. and getting all of our children's things into bins and give those to them. Um, So that, I mean, well, we have an attic, so we can, we can do that for a while. Um, My parents did that quick when I moved out. It was not long that I went back home and my room was just another room. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are ready. (laughs) <laughs> we have we're getting we have three guest rooms now, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that we're learning is just to study each other and to know our likes and our dislikes and to live in the present and not always be planning about what we want in the future. I mean, it's good to have dreams and aspirations, but it's also good to just live in the moment. Mm. Um, and. I know you've talked about the Enneagram. I'm a two, mm-hmm. and I'm learning that um, I'm a connector, and I love people, and I feel like I inc- I'm a good encourager, but at the same time, that dark area is to sometimes want to control things or want to help too much, so yeah. I'm really working on that, mm. and I'm, I'm making slow progress. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still a work in progress, but I feel like just half of it is just being aware of it. And then from there, really honing in on, um, not going into the, into that black area or yeah. those, um, um, last week at church, they talked about stricken in age. Um, and really that's just a nice way of, I'm almost 60, Josh. Wow. I just had my 59th you birthday. You never know. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> and so it's made me really think a lot about, what is going to be my legacy? How am I going to end? I feel like I'm running this marathon and I'm, I'm at about the 20th mile. And what am I going to put my focus on? What am I going to do with my grandchildren? And how, how am I going to finish strong with, uh, my husband, with my husband and our legacy? And so I've been thinking a lot about that. And I just read an article that between 60 and 75, is really the time that you can have your greatest impact and your greatest influence and your greatest purpose. Hmm. So I'm really believing for that and I'm going to strive for that. that. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on at home? I hope that if you listen to this podcast, maybe you've asked yourself once or twice, if someone asked you that question, what's going going on at home, what would your answer be? Um, I know I have. My brother actually, I won't share any clips from this episode, but there is an episode from late last year, I think it was, that uh, I was not the host. I was the guest. My brother Eli was the host. 
and he asked me that question and it was harder to answer than I thought. It was, it, it was, uh, um, it, it made me think for a little bit, but yeah, go and listen to that question. If you want to hear me in the, in the guest seat, my brother Eli did a great job, uh, hosting that week. Um, this next clip, well, before I, I introduce this next clip, I do want to say this. So I have a very large family. Um, and so the first, I would say two or three months of the show, it was not hard at all for me to get guests. Um, but as big as my family is here in Tennessee, at least, uh, it's not infinite. Eventually I had to branch out and, and talk to some people who weren't necessarily Katinas. Um, but also whenever someone was in town, who's not normally here in the Nashville Franklin area, uh, and they are connected to the Katina family, or in this case, a part of the Katina family, I tried my best to make sure that I got some time to sit down with them and record an episode. And so this is one of those episodes. I want to say it was for around Thanksgiving, maybe. Um, that could be totally wrong. I'm not sure. But my uncle David Katina was in town. Um, and he had actually just gotten back into the country. He spent, if you listen to his episode, he'll, he'll tell the story about how he spent well over a year uh, in American Samoa during the pandemic, not necessarily by choice, but because the airports were shut down due to the pandemic. And so that's a great story that he shares um, during that episode. But I wanted to share a clip from a different story that he shared. And this might be uh, selfish of me, but I loved getting to ask this question to him. And um, I wanted to share it with you all again. Some of you might be interested. Maybe you're not, but that's okay. I'm interested. And so if I ever go back and listen to this episode, this is the part that I'm going to skip to. But this is a question I asked my Uncle Dave, who's the oldest of the brothers, um, about our family and our family history. Here you go. While you're here, I have to take the opportunity. I would love to ask you um, a similar question about the past, but I, um, really more... Um, in reference to our family um, in Samoa, your family name is is an important thing. Um, it, it's a it can be a big part of your identity, and um, it, it's something that uh, you work you should work hard to um, to represent it well. And I would love to ask you, Uncle, um, from your knowledge, where the name Katina comes from. Okay. I'll tell you, uh, um, I'll share with you the information that was given to me mm-hmm. um, by some of my um, family leaders, our tribal leaders, who are still here with us today, and also those who have gone on to be with the Lord. But the name uh, Katina is, is not a Samoan name. In fact, it's uh, known to be an Italian name mm. um, that used to be spelt with the letter C. Mm. Story has it that um, there was a missionary, and just recently I I was talking with an elderly woman from Dad's village, and she said he wasn't a missionary, he was just a helper. He was someone who uh, a church had sent down from Italy 
to help out in the ministry. Now, what ministry it was, that's still a mystery. I'm not sure. There's um, there's a lot of different um, opinions out there, you know, as far as what denomination it was. But the man, uh, his, his uh, first name was Katina. I don't know what his last name was, but it was Katina. And uh, my grandfather... Um, became like um, uh, a helper, you know, uh, between people of the village and this man of God. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is the people of the village would, would feed him. You know, they felt this man is from God. His family's not here, you know, so we're going to take care of him. So my grandfather was the one who would take the food. Mm-hmm. Um, some even believe that he he took the the mission, the man of God's um, uh, laundry, took it to, to wherever they did laundry in the river or something, you know, and they would take care of that, hang it up, dry it, take it back to him. So Katina eventually um, just kind of like, I'll just use the term Calabash adopted um, my grandfather, mm-hmm. just no papers or anything, no legal papers mm-hmm. or anything, but he says, Hey son, you know, he started calling him son. Well, um, when Katina was in his, uh, I think, late 60s, going on into his 70s, he became sick. He became sick, and so he told my grandfather. He said, hey, uh, I don't think I'm going to make it any longer, but what I want to do is make it back to Italy. So I'm going to leave, and, and I know if I don't die at sea, you know, I'll eventually die at home. And... Um, my grandfather said, wow, you know, you, you've been so good to me. Is there anything I can give you, you know, to take back to Italy? I'm imagining that Katina's probably like, there's nothing from Samo I could possibly <laughs> need in Italy. He said, but there is one thing. I never had the opportunity to get married. Never, you know, since never got to feel the beauty of having kids would you carry my name as a son carries his father's name? And uh, he said, yes, I'll take your name. So he took the name and uh, people started calling him that. But his um, uh, his auntie told him, we just have one problem with that. And that's that the letter C is not in the Samoan alphabet. Mm. And when you become of age, you'll probably never be entitled to land. You'll probably never be entitled to leadership in the family because your name is foreign. Mm -hmm. Let's make it sound as Samoan as possible. So they just took the C and changed it into a K. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And so that little boy grew up, married, you know, um, a a woman and, and uh, they were the ones who adopted dad. Yeah. And so, you know, just, Make a long story short, dad took the name. Uh He took the name Katina. And uh, when he was ready to move off to the mainland, now his, you know, relatives were saying, okay, when you get to the mainland, everything's got to be legal. Mm -hmm. And so we need to, you know, you need to start getting used to your real last name. And he said, no, my real last name is the last name, is the name that was given to me by the man who took care of me, the man who mentored me, who raised me. I told him, I promised him before he left, I was going to keep his name. Mm. So that's where the name came from. Wow. 
that's an amazing story yeah. uncle thank you for uh taking the time to share that i've i've heard bits and pieces of that yeah. and um you know maybe selfishly that question was just for me because i'd love to hear i love hearing just those kinds of stories and um so yeah thank you for yeah. taking the time to share that I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I was smiling so big. I was starry-eyed just listening to my Uncle Dave tell that story, and uh, that was a special moment for me. That's something that this podcast has given me, a special moments. Um, but moving on, you know, when I was compiling these clips from the past year, I thought it would be a dishonor for me to not include something about sports, because Sports does happen to come up a lot in the podcast. Uh, I think it probably has something to do with the fact that I'm hosting it and that sports are something I care a lot about. Um, I remember my brother Eli early on in the in the over the past year, he, we were talking about the podcast and he told me, dude, you talk way too much about the Lakers. You talk way too much about sports. And so uh, I try not to bring it up as much as maybe I did early on, but at some point it's un unavoidable. It's it's a part of who I am. And so this is a clip from an episode with my uncle Xander Jones, um, who is a part of a text thread that I have with um, all of my uncles, a lot of my cousins, uh, my uncle Xander, and it's mostly people actually in our fantasy football league, which we talk about in our episode. That's not all we talked about. We also talked about things that have nothing to do with sports, I promise. But I thought that this would be uh, a good clip to give some representation for the sports fans here. And it also was a hilarious moment that people in my family, especially my uncles and cousins, talked about uh, after this episode came out. Yeah, all, and, all of those things. And, and yeah. let me give your listeners um, just one tidbit about that texture that is just um, shining so brightly over the last year. And that is the argument between the two generations yeah. <laughs> about NBA basketball yeah. players. Um, and it's basically this inside joke about, um, man... This guy right here who's playing uh, playing tonight, he would have never made it in the 80s. <laughs> we hear that almost, we hear it weekly, definitely, sometimes daily. So we'll let your imagine listeners listening, let your imaginations run wild on who you think would be saying things like that. And then there's this younger generation that just bucks up against that and like, guys, are you, are you, we're watching history in front of, these are some of the most dominant athletes we've ever seen. And the argument goes on and on. And you know what? No one wins, but also yeah. no one loses either. Yeah. What's funny is, so we have that text thread and a lot of times my dad or one of his brothers will will say something about, yeah, this guy never could have made it back in the, the golden era, the 80s, 90s. And what's funny is me and some of my cousins actually have a separate text thread where we'll text... This uh, uncle is so stupid. <laughs> my goodness. This guy, he has no idea what he's talking about. And so it's a good place for us to kind of... Oh, way to create a safe space for you guys, the cousins. <laughs> yeah, we say uh, things that we don't want them to hear, but we need to get it off of our chest eventually. But, uh, love that. Love well, that. 
thanks for sharing that, Uncle. And you actually, you didn't say this, but you're the reigning champion of our of our fantasy oh, league for this man, past season. Fortuitous, man. I, I just, you know, it's all of a lot of it's luck, but um, when it's a comp- as competitive, because this league is like no other league. There is, let me make this clear. There is no money prize. No. Okay, there's just a perpetual trophy, <laughs> and the bragging rights of um, having your name on the trophy. So. It's an honor to yeah to win it. It feels good. We are still waiting on some of our league mates to actually get on that trophy, yeah, yeah. and we remind them of that. Um, <laughs> I, I think if there was money involved, it probably would be a bad thing for the league. I think so too, yeah. and, and and it's just, it's wonderful to just do it out of just wanting to have fun with with your your family members, honestly. So, yeah, it's a fun year. So we'll see you next year. Every year, um, you know those who. <laughs> Well, all of us, but those who haven't won, they're just like, this is this the, is year. the this year. This is the year for my team. And we, you know, what? We, we remain encouraging, but we know in the back of our minds, come on, guys. Yeah, we yeah. know who's going to win this. <laughs> it's fun listening back to that. I don't remember if this was before or after my, uh, my uncle Xander came in to record, but he actually ended up winning our fantasy league last year, um, last season. And today's is... a a fun day for our fantasy league because we officially got the date for our next draft uh, that's coming up here in like a month and a half, well, more like two months now. Um, so I'm going to start preparing for that to all of my uncles and cousins who are listening. I hope you're preparing as well. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that sports got a good uh, little piece of representation from that clip. Uh, this next clip that I'm going to share is the last clip that I'm going to share with you all tonight. Um, early, early on in the podcast, I was recording with my uncle Yeti, and he shared a story about um, an interaction that he had with someone who he really looked up to and a piece of advice that they gave him. And the advice was this. Whenever you meet someone and whenever you leave them, always leave them with an encouraging word. And I don't know what it was, but that was really profound to me. And so throughout the past year on different episodes, not every episode, but on ones where I felt like it was appropriate, um, I gave my guests an opportunity to leave our listeners with an encouraging word. And so this is a clip from my latest episode with my cousin Jackson. I think he's been on twice at least, maybe more than that. But um, the last time that my cousin Jackson was here on the show, uh, I gave him that opportunity to share an encouraging word. So here's that. Um, if anything, I'm going to share a word that has been encouraging me. And it's kind of something I mentioned at the beginning. Um, kind of what I've been doing at home is trying to appreciate every day for what it is, um, the gift that it is. And it all started actually um, this quarter. Um, we've been diving into the psychology of treating patients in physical therapy. And one really big part of our practice is um, mindfulness. Hmm. And so when I, when I say the word mindfulness or being mindful, what do you, what do you think of, Josh? Um, I think of like being present. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of like meditation that mm-hmm. kind of comes to yeah. my mind. Yeah, that's, you nailed it with the, with the first one, uh, being present, um, being aware. And, um, 
I mean, it's, it's hard to really appreciate life when you are stuck in your own head and you're thinking about yesterday and you're thinking about tomorrow or even something that you have to do an hour from now. Um, it's hard to be appreciative of the present when your mind is not there. And so, um, we've been uh, practicing mindfulness this quarter and how that, what that looks like is just, um, in any given moment, if you find yourself not, if you find yourself thinking about the present or the future, something you can do is just focus on, um, your sensations. So what you hear in the room, um, if you're sitting in a chair, you know, feel the, your back against the chair, feel, um, if you're washing your hands, feel the temperature of the water, uh, the rate at which the water is flowing, all of these different things. It helps you recenter to the present moment. And it sounds, it sounds um, like mystical, but it's really not. It, it truly helps you be appreciative of the moment that you're in. And I think um, it's this practice that has helped me be a lot more grateful and appreciative of the monotony in each and every day that I've been given. Mm. One of my fears is that I'll go through life and it'll be a blink and which I think it'll happen regardless. I think that's just kind of how life is designed. It, it flies by, but I don't want to get to the end of my life and, and think, man, I didn't really appreciate the different uh, seasons that I was in. Mm. And seasons are made up of monotony uh, made up of ordinary things and so if you're not appreciating the ordinary then you're not appreciating the season and you're mm. not going to um, appreciate your life so I would just encourage people to be mindful to be um, grateful for the day that you have been given um, and yeah that's that's what I'll leave with the people with awesome bro yeah. thank you so much yeah. man encouraged that is how I feel at the end of every episode when I record it um, I'm always so encouraged by my guests, but I'm also encouraged knowing that I have the opportunity to share my conversations with you all, with our listeners. And, you know, I hope that over the past year, if you've ever listened to an episode, you felt encouraged as well. And as I wrap up this, ed this edition of the show, our, our one year anniversary show, um, I realize that while I've given a handful of guests the opportunity to, to leave with an encouraging word, I've never taken that opportunity myself. And I feel like as this marks a year of the show, this would be an appropriate time for me to do that. And so here's my encouraging word for you all. This year, 2022, has been very challenging for me. Um, a lot of you know this, some of you might not know, but I started off the year, the first three months of the year unemployed, no work, no money coming in. Uh, my last day of work was like the week after Christmas or something like that. Um, so it was right before the new year began. And I remember I found out that I was no longer an employed person. Uh, I had no idea where my next job was going to be, where my next paycheck was going to come from. And I was in North Carolina with my wife. Uh, we were visiting her grandparents and the rest of her family for the holidays. And they live in this small, small town in North Carolina. Uh, 
old town, and I was walking in my wife's grandparents' front yard. I, I was walking my dog, and I was looking up at the stars, and I was very scared, very nervous. Um, I think I was even dealing with some shame, and I don't know why, but I just had this epiphany while I was out walking my dog in my wife's grandparents' front yard, and I thought, well, I'm not going to be working for the foreseeable future, so why don't I set a goal for myself for 2022, and why don't I make it sort of ridiculous? Something that I don't even think I can do. And my idea, the goal that I came up with on that night was I'm going to make a song every day of 2022. And I told my wife the next day that's what I was going to do. That was my New Year's resolution. And Alexis is so sweet. She said, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. But one, I don't think she really knew what that meant. And two, I don't think she really thought that I was going to do it. Because if I'm being honest, deep down, I wasn't sure how I was going to make that work. But January came and went. And on January 31st, I had 31 songs. Um, February came and went. On February 28th, I had 28 songs for that month and I started putting the those songs at the beginning and the end of the podcast episodes just to share it with people and today's July 6th 2022 and maybe an hour or so ago I just finished my 187th song of the year while I've been doing that I got to start a new job in March of this year, an amazing job with great people. Um, I've also continued putting out these podcasts every week. Uh, I've also been going through my first year of marriage with my wife. We're going to be celebrating a year of marriage, like literally a month from today, um, on, on August 7th. I got a new dog, um... I have been stretched this year in many ways, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And my encouraging word for everyone listening is this, coming from someone who's a little over halfway through a year of a goal that when he made it, he thought it sounded ridiculous. My encouraging word is this, is that you can do way more than you think you can. I'm not telling you all those things that I've been doing this year to pat myself on the back. I'm telling you guys that because if you asked me at the beginning of the year if I thought I could do it, I would have said, no way. <laughs> but I still went ahead and tried. And I'm doing things today that I know for a fact I couldn't have done six months ago. Um... And, you know, there's no way I could have done it, could be doing it without people like my wife, Alexis, um, my brother, Eli, my parents, my family, 
a lot of people who listen to this show who encouraged me. I couldn't have done it without the grace of God. I wouldn't be doing it without Him. I wouldn't be doing it without um, the grace and provision that He gives me every day. But I also wouldn't be doing it if I had never started and if I had never tried. And, you know, there's still a lot of year left, so there's no guarantee that I'm going to finish. Um, But I believe it way more today than I did on January 1st. I'll tell you that much. And, you know, I hope I finish this year out and make a lot of great music and um, maybe stretch myself even further and see how much further I can go with this. But I want to encourage all of you. Whatever you think is ridiculous, that a ridiculous thing to do, it might not be as ridiculous as you think. Um, Because you have something in you. You have something that God put inside of you that you can dig for. And you can pull yourself way farther than, than you believe. So that's my encouraging word. I hope that someone out there, just one person is that's listening, will connect with that. And I hope you try something ridiculous soon. Maybe try something as ridiculous as starting a podcast without having a list of guests or a script or uh, any idea how to post a podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all of those things. Try something like that. I bet you can do it. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in for a whole year. I'm excited for the next one. Have a great day. Once upon a time in the suburbs, kids with a daddy from the gutter, they more stubborn, they try to make it to the big time. Once upon a time in the suburbs, kids with a daddy from the gutter, they more stubborn, they try to make it to the big time. Kids with a daddy from the gutter, they born stubborn, they tryna make it to the big time.